Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast, here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Wednesday, May 26, 2021. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. Well, all in all, the market really didn't do all that much today. You can see today from high to low was a very narrow ranging day. Part and parcel to that is because we're leading up into a three-day holiday weekend. However, that does not mean, I repeat, that does not mean that the market is going to stay right here for the next several days. So that's one of the things that we're going to get into tonight is, is the market poised? Are the ingredients in place for a bigger move in one direction or the other? And then the $100,000 question is, which direction? We're going to talk through all that stuff right here, right now. As always, the first thing we want to do is take a look at the daily chart, see if anything is jumping off the page. Since the market didn't do anything today, a very narrow-ranging day, in fact, it's really an inside day to yesterday. All they really did was eat time off the clock. So there's no change in the makeup or the characteristics on the daily chart. The trend is your friend until she dumps you. They're eating time off the clock for the last couple of days above the 20-period moving average. It's bullish, period, full stop. Eating time off the clock would indicate that they want to re-challenge the former highs that really aren't that far away. If, in fact, they're re-challenging the former highs and that's going on leading into a three-day holiday weekend, we can expect them to exceed the highs, finish the week at new highs, potentially even open next week with a gap up on Monday, or it would be Tuesday since we're off on Monday for the Memorial Day holiday. Those are some of the results from a light volume, quiet market that has a lack of participation. Look at the volume today in the SPY. It was 42.8 million shares against an average rolling 90-day average of 79.7 million shares. It's basically half the volume. That's half the participation. There's no conviction one way or the other. But that doesn't mean they're not building energy. That doesn't mean there isn't pent-up energy inside the market that we may be able to see on other charts. And that's precisely what we're going to do. We're going to look at the 240 chart. We did this yesterday, but we have more data on the same chart, so we're going to do it again, and we're going to keep things very, very simple. We have a breakup candle. That's the candle ending the 1330 hour on the 24th. Fair enough. They've been eating time off the clock, trading for the most part inside that candle. It's a bullish, flaggish kind of pattern. It's not the perfect pattern, but it is a bullish, flaggish kind of thing going on. So that would tell us that they're building energy or eating time off the clock for another move higher. If they're challenging the former highs, the door is open, the scenario is on the table for fresh new highs into next week. Now, we have to be the umpire calling balls and strikes. At present, that's what the market is telling us. It's telling us it's building energy to go higher. That's what the chart says. However, what happens if something else is developing? How would we know if something is failing? How would we know if that same energy will be released not to the north side, 
but yet to the southern side. Well, simply enough, we're going to use the breakup candle low 417.08. Now, this is a 240 chart. So if you wait 240 minutes for a close below, you could be a whole lot lower by the time that next candle closes. So what we would do is take the same number and use a shorter time frame. For example, hourly closes below 417, and it's likely, good night, Irene, there's more downside coming. Doesn't mean a debacle, doesn't mean a crash, just means more selling would open up the door for additional sellers to show back up to work. Think about what would happen. You can almost project what I would say at the time. First, they would fill the gap that resides right around 415 and a half. Now, what if they got below that gap? Then it opens up the door to test the lows of the next breakup candle. Well, that's all the way down at 411, 412. You see how this begins to unfold? We're not saying any of that stuff is taking place. We're saying that stuff would get activated if they gave up this breakup candle low that for now says to us that the market's building energy to move higher, but we have to have the awareness for what happens if it doesn't happen. What happens if it's failing? How do we know? Could they just stay inside here for another couple of days and do nothing? They could do that, but if you've taken the course Lazy E-Mini Trader and you start looking at some of these charts, you say, well, they're kind of on time. Doesn't mean they have to move. It means they're on time for a move. Something else of interest. Remember that spot we talked about last night? It was the gap that they've closed above. So they closed above the gap three days in a row. Now, I'm not really paying attention to the gap as an open gap like we were before, but I'm using it as a guide. If they recapture the gap down below, recapture that same spot, it's another area that can open the door for some selling. They ran a test of it this morning, a successful test. They closed above it today. Let's check out inside the numbers. We'll take a look at the commentary, circle back to stocks on the move after the fact. Pre-market. It's hump day. Wake up green to another early floater. All night, they're trying to recapture the big fat round number of ES4200. So that's somewhat of a tell when you wake up in the morning. You see them beating on a big fat round number. It tells you that they're trying to stay above. They're trying to get back and stay above that spot. But that's also an important spot, which also tells us something else. It tells us if they don't, there's some weakness under the hood of the market. If they don't have enough juice to get up over the big spot, that's interesting and we need to know that. We had some areas, if they were able to get above 4,200, 420 in the SPY, we have the numbers that would be the targets, but they didn't do that. They went the other direction or they basically just stayed stuck in the mud most of the day. However, the other side of the conversation, and this is the early thoughts, remember, is getting below and closing hourly below 418. Why is 418 important? It's that same spot. It's still important. And here's an awareness. As the week goes on, the volume should get lighter and lighter as market participants leave the party one by one for their three-day holiday weekend. We saw that as evident today. The volume is already getting extremely light. 
8.45, we've got some more information. We'll let them go for a while to see if they're going to bust through 420 or is it just another test. Awareness. Based on a poor close yesterday, they had every excuse to trend lower overnight. They did not, but instead bounced right back, beating up on the same spot. The early read is it's bullish. Why would they be back up here so quick? Because they likely have some unfinished business to conduct, or they're going to melt up through the holiday weekend, which is a possibility and an awareness. We just have to have the awareness of both sides, and then when they start to go in one direction or another, you know what's going on. Let's see what else we have. 923, still pre-market. Running a test of 418.45, give or take, would be normal garden variety market behavior. Let's scroll up, see what else we have. We have a little preview of some stocks on the move. We'll get to those later. They ran a slow motion test of 418.45, give or take. Can go a little lower, but should get a bounce from here if the bulls are around. Even down to 418 would be normal. Here's the imagery. Here's a five-minute chart. Right of the vertical is today's activity, 418.45, 418. This is the opening print, the opening candle of the day. They trended right down into that zone, and they bounced right out of that zone. And guess what? 418.45, what's the low over here on a retest? 418.44. Are there any accidents or coincidences in the market? And the short answer is, no, there aren't. The long answer is, hell no. These numbers are not made up out of whole cloth. They're important. We're moving right along. Here's another one for you. 951. Below 417.62 will be trouble for the bulls. They can spike it, but closing candles below is the tell for lower prices coming to a chart near you. 417.62. What's the low of day? How about 417.76? Did they run a test of that area? Did they run a test of that important spot? And then they got the heck out of there. That's a classic running a test. What exactly did they run a test of? Yesterday's low. That's where that number came from. I knew if they started closing candles below yesterday's low, the door would open for lower stuff. So therefore, running a test of an important spot is normal garden variety market behavior. We're moving right along. 9.55, another hint on stocks on the move. We'll circle back later. The door was open for 4.17. They started going. They ran the test of yesterday's low. They bounced away from it, and that was it. And then the market really got quiet, got into a chop shop formation, pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart, double check the work. Sometimes if you don't catch the morning trade, you catch nothing. Let me scroll up through the end of the day. Obviously, pause the video, read the notes in detail, and double check the work to see if this is a bunch of nonsense or it's got value. Let's check out the stocks on the move list. We had five on the board today. Pins, Pinterest, KMI, RCM, JWN, and GoTo. One did not hit its price objective, four did. Let's go to the video charts. Pins, getting its haircut at the opening bell, 61.95 with a secondary entry at 60.50. They came up short. The low of the day is 60.84. They went right back in the other direction. 
They provided the base hit, the double. They provided whatever a trader wanted all the way up to a high of 63.46. The numbers work. These stocks are headed to a destination. They're not falling knives. Once they get to a destination, one of two things happen. They either turn around and go back in the other direction, or they hang out for a cup of coffee because they want to get to another destination, a la a continuation move. RCM, this one was a dud. It was essentially a scratch. A scratch from a technical perspective, but not so much from a real-life trading perspective. Let me explain. So the first number doesn't really work. They get a little bit of a bounce, then they give up the ghost. Why did that happen? Well, you can make a case that they came down here making a low of 24.05. From an entry of 23.82, you can make a case, and this is part art form, part science. They came too close and they bounced away. They certainly did the deal when they bounced away, so that would be a would-be deal had that been the number, so then it would be off the table, technically speaking. However, it's in that zone where might have worked, I don't know, is it too close? It's in that zone. So we're going to use the art form part and say some traders may have taken the trade. And then the screw job ensues because they never get to the second number, they bounce back and never get back to the first number, and the rest is history. You see what happens. They do do the second number. They get back in between, which would have been your average cost right around 23.30 something. So we're just going to call this a dud. JWN, a little bit of front running going on here off the initial candle. So the low is 32.75. They bounce up. They do the deal. And then they decide to come back in, do a full and complete test of the actual number, and then they decide to trade away all day long in the northern direction. So did they give us the trade? They came up short. They bounced away. It keeps me away from the trade. But technically speaking, did they do the deal from the number? Do the numbers work? And the answer is yes. Sometimes they don't come into the numbers in the manner in which I prefer, but that doesn't preclude the fact that the numbers work. You know I had to save the best for last. Everybody thought it's a falling knife, GSX. I mean, look at the daily chart. This thing is just a horrible chart. This chart is a dumpster fire. What makes anybody in their right mind believe, waking up today, that this thing is going to find support north of 16? Good question. Nice move. 1635 was my number. The low of day was 1613. They took off in the other direction. The rest is history. The high of day is 1923. Just for kicks, so everybody's aware, that's over 17%. This is what we call a rocket ride. So how do you participate in a rocket ride? Well, you can gamble and hold the thing all day long and hope it happens, but hope is not a strategy, and we don't know which ones are going to provide the rocket ride and which ones are going to come right back down and even go lower. So what I suggest traders do is to book some profit along the way, and what that does is creates a risk-free, emotionless trade allowing you or enabling you to hold a portion of the position for the rocket ride. You should know that most pro traders, by the time a stock or a market or whatever a trade is, 
gets to their eventual target, they do not, and I emphasize not, have their full position that they started with any longer. They book profit along the way, and by the time final target emerges, they have maybe 10, 20, 25% of the original position they put on left over. That's the way this business works. What's going on over in Camp IWM? How about this? $4.32 up day, almost 2%. How you doing? The IWM is my favorite market leading indicator. We can't take this lightly. There was a couple of important spots on the IWM. The moving averages, they were containing price. They were creating the bearish wedgish thing that was going on. But here, all of a sudden, today, they're up above the moving averages, closing pretty well on the day. Favorite market leading indicator, is this an indication that we're going to see new highs? Is this an indication that we're going to see a melt-up into the holiday weekend? It very well could be, but they have to get over a secondary price. This breakdown candle high, 225.67. Until and unless they get above 225.67, no dice. Even though they're above these moving averages, all they're doing right now is what? They're running a test of a breakdown candle high. How do we know that? Because that happens over and over and over again, all the time, on all charts, all markets, all charts act and react the same way. What about the folks down at the transportation department? So they had an up day, that's fine, up about 1%. That's certainly more than the S&P, and since this is my second favorite market leading indicator, a number one canary in the coal mine, we have to put it as a puzzle piece on the table. However, we also have to note a couple of other things on the chart. Let's not lose sight of this. They're still above this low. That means she's good. Who's she? She's the bull case. She's built like bull. But at the same time, they can't get above the 20 period moving average. It's contained price, and in the process, they're creating their own version of a bearish, wedgish, flaggish kind of thing. So we've got a couple of things working against each other on the daily chart of the transports. We need more data, more information, more time. Time is more important than price. What about the folks out in Silicon Valley? Anything going on with these dudes? Not really. It's an inside day to yesterday, but there is one thing that I find interesting. So we have this gap over here, and we'll call the gap 334.20. They fill the gap. They close below it yesterday. They hover in the same general area today. The high is 334.61, but yet they close below the gap. Now, I'm not really going to make a federal case out of this, but I find it interesting nonetheless. It's a nuance. There are no accidents, no coincidences. They're not fooling anybody. What could really be going on? They could just run sideways, which would be doing what? Correct. Building energy to go higher yet again. Above all the moving averages, the trend is your friend. She's coming for dinner. What about the financials? Any change in the financials? Other than being up 19 cents from the close yesterday, half a percent, they're riding the 20 period moving average, no change. Move it along. Smash mouth, basically flat, it's a rounding error. They're above all the moving averages. 
They basically had the same day they had yesterday. They're just eating time off the clock. There absolutely are no new developments on this chart, period, full stop. And by the way, have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? Without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're going to pull the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.